Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. I'm Wyatt Jackson. And I'm Devin Marshall. And you're listening to Adventures into Odyssey. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. This week we're talking about episode 336, Love is in the Air, part two. Yay! Uh We're back and we're doing the second part to what we started last week, so that's pretty exciting. Honestly, I almost find this episode more entertaining than the first part. I like this part. This part, this one gets deeper than the first part because the whole, like, Jack's whole speech to Jason and Eugene. And Connie. And yeah, Jack's whole speech to Connie about like what she's doing in her life, basically. It's just, it's yeah. I like this part better. It's a good episode, and we're gonna talk about it. So it was written and directed by Paul McCusker, as was the last one, and it originally aired on November fourth, nineteen ninety five, and uh, we got the same summary as the last one. But uh, I Devin read it because why not? All right. So Katrina Shanks and Tasha Forbes arrive back in town, causing all sorts of romantic hijinks with Eugene, Jason, and even Connie. And even Connie, which is addressed in this episode. Basically, it's part two, like like they said. So it's part two of the two-parter. A. So uh, exact same storyline. Yeah, it just picks up where the last one left off, the day after. Yeah. So, let's look at the cast. we got Connie Kendall, voiced by Katie Lee. Eugene Meltzer is voiced by Will Ryan. got Jack Allen, who's voiced by Alan Young. Jason Whitaker is voiced by Townsend Coleman. got Katrina Shanks, voiced by Pamela Hayden. And Tasha Forbes, voiced by Christy Nimitz. So, I think it's the exact same cast as last week. Uh, nothing much there to discuss. I think so, yeah. Yeah. So, I think this is the quickest we've ever covered, like, cast and summary, all that stuff. But I mean, it's we're a speed running the podcast. We are. <laughs> All right. So normally this would be the time we'd come on and play it, the promo, but there's something I have to tell you about this promo because it's different. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> this promo is so bad that I think it's not focused on the family's fault. I think it's the audio file got messed up somewhere. I think it, it got yeah it in got between, encrypted or something weird. Yeah. So. This promo is only 13 seconds long. But <laughs> there's a reason for that. <laughs> yeah, it is insane. And since we don't have the actual promo, we're going to play this 13-second wonder for you. So without further ado, enjoy it. With Adventures in Odyssey. <laughs> it already teeth chatter. Bring knuckles what? <laughs> and worry lines forming. It's the next... The guy can't even it, it doesn't even make sense. Oh, no. It's the jazz. <laughs> back to and then back to jazz. I mean, best. what? Well, okay. I, I think so I've that, enjoyed this promo the most out of all of the other ones. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, it's just so like, wait, what? What? Uh, <laughs> it sums up the episode perfectly. It's just confusion. <laughs> and then resolve at the end Uh, okay yeah um if you enjoyed that promo and want more of that content coming your way no (laughs) no i'm not doing that so anyway the promo is messed up but whatever it's good for a laugh i I suppose so yeah okay you ready to start the episode oh yeah so uh it's a two-parter so it picks up right where the last part left off we start off at Wits End, good old Wits End, where everything great happens, or so it seems. Connie and Jack are at Wits End, and they're moving ice cream back to the freezer. Because if you remember in the previous episode, the ice cream had to be moved to the big freezer because Eugene was underneath the freezer fixing it. So was Jason banging their heads. And uh, now the freezer's fixed. They're moving the ice cream back. Ja- and Jack's like, oh, well, Eugene said he fixed the freezer. Connie's like, yeah, as if we can believe anything Eugene says. Jack's like, now Connie. Like, now Connie. He's <laughs> like, well, I don't just know where he gets this stuff. I mean, the, the, the thought that 
Me and I had a crush on Jason. And just then, Eugene comes in. He's obviously glum. Connie's like, huh? Uh? No, Connie. So, Eugene's like, greetings, everyone. Connie's like, uh-oh. I guess things didn't go well with Katrina, huh? Were the breadsticks stale? <laughs> so rude. <laughs> I, uh, it's such a good line, though. Where the breadsticks He comes in there, and he's acting so depressed, and then she's just like, were the breadsticks stale? <laughs> Connie's just so savage in this episode. She's like, I know. Where the breadsticks stale? <laughs> yeah, so Eugene's like, I don't want to talk about it. Connie's like, <laughs> well, why not? You were certainly keen to talk about my emotional feelings yesterday, weren't you? And then they start getting into a big fight. And then Jack just, like, he's really good. This is honestly really good conflict resolution here. Because Jack bre- Jack breaks it up. And he's like, listen to you two. You're both Christians, adult Christians, and you're just bickering like this. I mean, you need, you guys need to act more maturely and apologize to each other. And if you're not going to do that, then silently get on with your work. And so there's a moment of silence, and both Connie and Eugene are like, ah, I got to get back to my work, and ah, I got to get back to my work. And so they, Jack's like, all right, whatever it takes. And honestly, I'm so happy that Jack isn't like, guys, apologize to each other right now. You're acting non-Christian. Instead, he's like, yeah, just, just, if you're not going to apologize, okay, get back to your work and stop fighting. Instead of being like, you guys need to apologize. It's not Christian, the Christian way. But Jack's like, no, you have a choice. Do this or do that. And so that's, that's one thing I really appreciate about that whole part is because like, instead of doing that, which probably would have just caused like an insincere like apology like like in I'm war of the, sorry like like in a war of the words where they're both yeah like, friend <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i'm sorry friend yeah <laughs> that <whole> pal <laughs> yeah Amigo. like I'm, I'm glad the way that he handled that was like it was it was really good so. it was good so good conflict resolution tips right there. five star jack yes jack is so good all right, so anyway, Jack breaks up the fight, and uh, they both get on with their work silently. Then Connie leaves to go do the dishes in the kitchen, and Jack kind of wants to have a word with Eugene, so he's kind of whispering. He's like, listen, Eugene, if Connie does have a crush on Jason, Connie's like, do I hear whispering back there? Jack's like, just take care of the dishes, Connie. And Jack's like, listen, Connie, if you have a crush on Jason, then I expect you to be more mature about it. Like, And just then... Of course, Jason comes in the door. He's like, good morning, good morning, everyone. Isn't it a beautiful day? And they're both <laughs> like, eh, it's raining. And it's, of course, Murphy's Law that it's, some, a character says it's a beautiful day. And, of course, it's raining on that day because yeah, it's it's comedy writing at its finest, honestly. So, anyway, at Jason's. Like, I have news that will send your sword spearing. And both Jack and Eugene are like, huh, okay. He's like, it's about Tasha. And both Jack <laughs> and Eugene are like, huh, well, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss it later. And he's, Jason's like, no, but it, it's the perfect time because Connie's not here. And Eugene's like, well, we'll talk about it some other time. And Jason's like, I don't well, get actually. it. <laughs> Jason's like, I don't get it. It's like, what's the, ro- the problem? All I want to say is that Tasha and I are engaged as he says that a whole bunch of dishes fall from the kitchen and jason's like oh no she's in the kitchen isn't she (laughs) yeah (laughs) and connie comes in and she is not happy actually she's pretty miffed at jason at this scene i don't honestly know why i guess it's because he didn't feel like he could tell her but yeah i mean i i do see that but at the same time it's uh it's kind of odd in a way to me. That it's strange behavior to be like drop all the dishes because he says he's engaged. Yeah, and then Connie's that kind of proves like, Eugene's point. <laughs> yeah, Connie. I mean, it does get brought up later in the episode, so uh, we'll we'll talk about that when we come to it. Anyway, Connie's just not happy at Jason. She's like, huh, "I'm just sorry you felt like this news couldn't have been announced to everyone in the room." Huh? Congratulations, Jason. I'm sure you two will make a wonderful couple. Now, excuse me, I gotta, I gotta go. She's like, I, I gotta go. But she's like, <laughs> no. Melsner style. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Connie, Connie just gets out of there. Then 
Eugene's like, huh, I better get back to the kids' radio program. <laughs> and so Jason's like, good grief, has it been like this all morning? Jack's like, since it's only 9.15, then yes, I suppose it has. And Jason's <laughs> I like, yeah, got him. Yeah, you got him. <laughs> so Jason's <laughs> like, something needs to be done here. And Jack's like, yeah, you're going to got to, you, you know, you just got to talk to her and uh, just every, because everything that's been happening, it seems to have been connected with you somehow. And Jason's like, I'd rather go back to working for the agency. It's safer that way. It's great, <laughs> lo- great comedy lines. Put it back. Is uh, he don't want to talk to Connie? Let's put it this way. But yeah, yeah. This episode is so well written. I love it. Um, it is. It is such a good comedy episode. There are just so many comedy lines, but it's serious, but it's also great. It was done in such a way that it was like still funny while it still had like a good message. And like, yeah, still was able to get really deep, which I, yeah, I th- it was just really well written, like I said. Yeah. Well, especially coming off Dr. Blaggard stuff, and it's like, where that's really serious and heavy and somber. And this is just like lighthearted comedy. So, anyway, yeah. really great episode. So, let's go to the next scene. Yeah. So, the next scene's at the park, and Connie's just sitting out on, out on the swings in the rain, you know, like, like happy people. Swinging in the rain. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, And then Jason comes up and asks her what she's doing. And Connie's like, I'm cleaning the swings. And in a few minutes, I'll be cleaning the slide. And then Jason's like, uh, wait, wait, wait a second. Like, hang on, hang on. Before we get to that, this, like, I understand maybe swinging in the rain, but sliding in the, like, you're going to get the, the undersides of your pants. It's such a wrenched. weird picture to seeing <laughs> Connie, like, going down the slide in the rain. In it's a, like this, like, little kid slide and she's just like going down it for like two seconds and then just goes right back up it's looking <laughs> angry the whole time and then she, she comes in and she's like what soaking it's like okay unless she yeah. has rain but even it, rain pants are water resistant right so if if you yeah. have them in a puddle of water water still gets through it's just rain droplets don't yeah so you're, you're she's gonna be soaking wet anyway so i, I hope it's she just has such a clothes. weird thing to do <laughs> It's a funny picture. <laughs> Connie Dearness. Anyway, yeah. let's go on. So Jason's like, look, we need to talk. And then Connie's like, look, Jason, I'm thrilled that you and Tasha are engaged. And Jason's like, no, that's not what I wanted to talk about. And Connie's like, oh, you wanted to talk about what Eugene said. Jason, 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 I don't have a crush on you. I mean, if I were going to have a crush on someone, you'd be a great guy to have a crush on. But I don't. Because my affections are elsewhere. <laughs> really? Are they? Which, are they? Because Jack will ask that later. Yes, but we don't actually ever get to know where her affections are. Or No. Wait, is she just lying? In, is she just making that up at, on the spur of the moment? She is, yeah. I think so. Oh. Mm, okay, I, I get it now. Connie's lying what is she doing the She's lion tail uh, this is a lion <laughs> tail that's an episode that is an episode it is that is an interesting episode <laughs> yeah maybe we should cover that one someday too maybe maybe um anyway so anyway so jack's J- not jack jason's like you like someone else and then connie's like mm-hmm and jason's like great great he's like ecstatic about that because he's like it's not me let's go and yeah. he's like, great glad to hear we got that all sorted out and connie's like yeah me too that's and the then end he, of that scene uh-huh. yeah they don't say what happened after that but i assume that they kind of just stopped talking so yeah prop jason's just like well i'd love to stay out here and chat but i got some uh dishes to clean up because uh, connie She's like, okay, I'll just clean the side. <laughs> yeah, the ones that you smashed on the floor, remember? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, wait, was it dishes or pots and pans? I feel like it's pots and pans. It, it sounded like pots and pans because they didn't smash. They just, like, clanged on the floor. Right, okay. So Jason's like, I still need to clean up those pots and pans. Connie, are you going to do that? She's like, no, I got other work to do out here, like cleaning the slide. <laughs> <laughs> cleaning the slide, cleaning the swing. <laughs> so it's So it's such a hard job, guys. <laughs> yeah anyway going back to the episode so we got we cut then to scene three which is in the kids radio recording studio and uh eugene is basically doing stuff he's dubbing over soundtracks for a new kids radio studio basically it's a, a recorded track of jason reciting portions of the verses on the mount but then 
uh, something happens to the audio tape and it's messed up. And Eugene's like screaming, no, 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 cease and desist, you contrary machine. And he like slabs it on the ground or something. And just then Jack comes in. He's like, Eugene, is something wrong? And he's just like, huh, sorry, I, I just thought this tape would play better on the floor than in the player. And then Eugene's like, sorry, that came out wrong. I shouldn't have said that, but I've just had a horrible day. I need to start it over again. Jack's like, well, maybe, maybe we all should. So anyway, then Jack asks him about what's happening with Katrina. Like what happened with Katrina last night at dinner. Eugene's like, well, Katrina's unsure of our relationship now. Now she's dating someone named Brandon at the university. And she feels confused, torn, and she just doesn't know what to do. Jack's like, well, it all seems normal and reasonable for her to feel that way. And Eugene's like, of course it is. It's, it's all reasonable. I was sympathetic and, and reasonable in response. But I'm bewildered and I feel hurt and angry. And then Eugene's like, I even bought her a ring, which, whoa, Eugene, <laughs> we're getting quite... Uh, here comes the bride type organ playing in the background. I, that, that's one thing I don't understand is he went and bought her a ring, even though they kind of broke up, really. Yeah. Um, Like they basically said she's moving away because you're not a Christian. And then I guess because he became a Christian, he was like, well, she should be fine with marrying me then. And he bought a ring. But, like, but I'm also confused as to what this ring is, because it's just kind of a it's a, is it like the plastic ring that uh, Wit, Wit, Wit had, in, and he gave it to, like, Claire. <laughs> it, would... <laughs> it could have been a promise ring. Okay, so just, like, a thin sheet of metal or something that's... Because uh, like just... promise rings aren't that expensive. They're oh. pretty cheap. Um, and they're just like, by the way, I'm going to marry you. Hey! <laughs> promise. <laughs> 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 that kind of thing. Are you going to marry so. me? Yeah. She's like, nah. He's <laughs> like, oh, it was Better just give this ring to Tasha then. Yes. Okay. So Spoilers. It still seems a little uh, weird that Eugene just buys her ring, but whatever. It's, it's Eugene. Whatever. Kind of cool, I guess. Kind of weird. But anyway, Eugene's bought her a ring, and uh, and uh, he's uh, he says not an engagement ring, simply as a token of all they've been through. Jack's like, well, it seems all very normal. I mean, Eugene, how could she have known you to become a Christian so fast? I mean, apart from how it hurts you, I can't really blame her. And Eugene's like, well, if I'm being reasonable and sensible, then I can't either. But if I'm not, no, no. <laughs> so, Eugene... <laughs> so Eugene's like, I'm having lunch with her and I'm just not sure how to proceed. And Jack's like, listen, Eugene. Remember the rule of all great relationships. Talk with her, be honest with her, and be prepared for anything. So, I guess that's kind of the sage advice that we get from Jack in this scene. In that scene, yeah. Yeah, it's not, I mean, it's not that profound, honestly, but whatever. No, it's it's pretty chill advice, but still, it's just, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's It's fine Jack, advice. so it sounds super deep. <laughs> it, uh, anything he says sounds super deep for the most part yeah it's Except- like every time he says something you're just like oh well, better better write that down in my brain <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm so confused <laughs> even though yeah even if it's just oh i'm so confused uh, i'm jack's- still so confused no jack's awesome i don't have any problem with that advice and maybe i no. came across like it though anyway it's it's, it's cool not advice. bad advice it's it's no, good it's, advice it's, it's just good advice not the most profound yeah yeah that's what we're saying so anyway then so we then- move on to the next scene in Wit's End, but not in the kids' radio studio. No. Um, Tasha comes in and asks Jason if they take special orders, and Jason's like, mm-hmm, we sure do. And then Tasha orders a double chocolate sauerkraut with broccoli spice topping with pepperoni. Um, yeah. Um, so I... we won't talk about how amazing that would taste. but <laughs> Also, what? It, I mean, uh, double chocolate sauerkraut with broccoli spice topping? I mean, wait a minute. I'm, I'm just kind of, to quote Jack Allen. Oh, I'm so confused. What? <laughs> yeah, it's jo- it's not uh, something you would hear about. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm I'm just like, wait, is this supposed to be a joke? I, I mean, it is a joke, but why? Why would you take chocolate 
sauerkraut on a picnic if this is lunch food i would assume that that was a joke I that they so. aren't taking that i really hope and she so. was just making up a fake order then he was like and and you want pepperoni on that right and she's like mm-hmm uh-huh. and then they're like okay let's grab the tuna sandwiches and go like <laughs> i don't think that they're actually gonna eat something like that because that sounds pretty nasty but it, yeah, it was but funny so the thing is yeah. i actually like sauerkraut but chocolate and sauerkraut just tastes absolutely horrible yeah that's like tomato sauce and orange juice you don't do it ew. um ew. okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so then um basically tasha's ready to go to the picnic uh at trickle lake and jason's just like but what about the rain and then tasha's like the rain stopped and jason's like but it'll be all muddy and then um tasha's just like you have a problem with mud and jason's like not going not like oh my bad so jason's like not as an ongoing concern (laughs) which is pretty pretty funny another one of those comedy lines yeah, and then he gets the basket, and all he all he needs to do is find Connie and Eugene and tell them that he'll be going, and then Jason tells Tasha that Connie doesn't have a crush on him, but on someone else, and Tasha is wondering if she told Jason who he has a crush on, um, if Connie did. Yeah. And Jason doesn't know, and he doesn't care. He's just like, as long as it's not me, I'm, I'm fine. I'm, I'm good with that. So. <laughs> yeah. Jason's Jason in this episode. So anyway, then we go to the kids' radio studio, and uh, apparently it's gotten so bad that Eugene's now just trying to recite the the, uh, the scripture in the kids' radio studio. That I, I I guess the scripture that was lost because the audio tape was messed up. Anyway, he's trying to recite it. Just then, Connie bursts in. She's like Eugene, and Eugene's like ow, or something like you know. She interrupts him in the middle of that. Eugene's like. Didn't you see the recording and process sign lit up? And Connie's like, oh, yeah, it's very nice. <laughs> and Eugene's like, it means don't come in here. Connie just gets mad at him all over again. She's like, well, excuse me for living, Eugene. I was coming in here to apologize, but you can forget it now. So <laughs> she gets so angry. Yeah. So she's storming off and Eugene's like, wait, Connie, come back. She's like, what? And so anyway, they both apologize to each other for the way they've both been acting which is good it's good reconciliation then connie asks, mature connie and eugene yeah they're <laughs> they're get it uh, i mean they get better even at from this episode as time goes on where later on when wit comes back they don't even really have any like eugene doesn't say some things that he would have said earlier on that would have infuriated connie and connie is the same so yeah yeah yeah, honestly, there is a really striking resemblance to my brother and sister in Connie and Eugene <laughs> with how they argue because my brother is will take my sister will get easily offended and my brother will take everything so personally and it it, it happens with these so <laughs> that's fun so yeah yay anyway uh where was I so anyway. And they both apologize, and then Connie asks him about how Katrina's doing, and Eugene tells her that now Katrina's dating another man, and she Katrina feels confused about their relationship, uh, talking about Eugene and her relationship. And so Connie's like, oh, Eugene, I'm, I'm sorry. And she gives him a hug, and Eugene's like, what kind of hug was that? And Connie's like, it's the, I'm glad you're my friend, but sorry you're going through a hard time hug. And Eugene's like, well, for the long name, it sounds really complicated. Connie's like, no, it's not. I'll, I'll show you. And this should have been a red flag to Eugene. <laughs> like, no, don't do it, Eugene. <laughs> but anyway, don't do it. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, she's demonstrating how to do the hug in Eugene when, surprise, surprise, Jason and Tasha walk in the door. Oh. And Jason's like, oh, <laughs> hi, guys. <laughs> and he gets so happy here, too. Yes. <laughs> Because now he's like, yes, she really doesn't have a crush on me. He's like, no, no, it's uh, fine. It's fine. <laughs> we were just leaving. <laughs> it's so weird because Tasha, this whole, this whole, the whole remainder of the scene, Tasha's like, I want to know what's going on. And Jason's like, no, yeah, no, 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 don't speak. No. <laughs> Jason's like, <laughs> yes. Jason's just like, no, we're, we're, look, we're gone from here. So see you later. And they're like, no, no, let us explain. And Tasha's like, I want to hear their explanation. Jason's like no 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 don't speak <laughs> so 
Ah, <laughs> uh, that's such a good line. Though. I know. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't speak. Oh, what is that even from? I'm blanking uh, on what episode. It's uh, a victim of circumstance. It's the Howard. Right. Weisel. 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 <laughs> Weisel. Actually, it's Weisel. So it is Weisel. French. It is French. <laughs> so anyway, um, uh, so they're all, as we were, as I was saying, they're all trying to explain what the hug was. Jason's like, no, 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 don't speak. And uh, <laughs> he just kind of jacks <laughs> yeah. Tasha out of there. And Tasha's like, but I want to hear their explanation. And then he's like, no, 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 don't speak. <laughs> no, he's, he's not. <laughs> yeah. It's such a fun line to say. Uh, so <laughs> anyway, they leave. And Eugene's just having a mental breakdown here. He's like, I don't know. Yeah, he's like, I don't believe it. And Connie's laughing. She's like, Haha, yeah, I told Jason earlier that I had a crush on someone else, and he's going to think it's you. And Eugene's <laughs> like, what? <laughs> so, oof, Connie. <laughs> oof. He's like, a second time. Yes. It happened a second time. <laughs> it's so funny. He's just freaking out. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, then we go on to the next scene. Yeah, so the next scene's uh, Jason and Tasha's conversation yeah. after all that. And, Jason's and uh, they're in the car. They're, I assume that... Are they parked here? Yeah. Are they parked? No, they're parked. Having their picnic? They're parked having their picnic. They're overlooking Trickle Lake. Okay, so yeah, they're both parked and they're... they're well, one of, them one of them can't be parked and the other one's just cruising, so... Um, <laughs> yeah, no. But they're both eating... They're having their picnic and the ring came down after all and so they're just chilling inside the car and jason's like so connie ha has a crush on eugene i never w i would have never guessed with all their bickering and then tasha's like sometimes bickering is a cover for something deeper and i mean jason's like yeah i agree with that it it's true it is true it really is um, and then jason's like i told eugene yesterday that love was in the air who would have guessed it'd be i'd be so right which he, he's kind of right but. that's the name of the episode hey <laughs> <laughs> he, he, hey. he did that thing where he brings up the name of the episode interesting and then it gets oh. brought up at the end of the episode too <laughs> yeah hey okay in a pun sense but yeah yeah it's very and then punny. um pardon it's i said it's very punny oh yes yes um and then he's like thanks for saying yes tasha oh my bad I think I skipped something. Yeah, no, no. Oh, no, no, I didn't. He says thanks for saying yes um, to his marriage proposal, basically. Right, right, right. And boy, and then Tasha's... Tasha said yes quickly because that was like yeah. yesterday. She, I imagine... Have you heard um, the beginning of BTV episode? I can't remember. I went by BTV. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Album 23. So in, there's a sketch in there, and there's a young man named Percival. And uh, in that sketch, Percival goes up to this woman, and he asks her to marry him. And the... He asked her to marry him, and the young woman's like, mm, okay. And yeah. <laughs> I just imagine Tasha's And it's played like, by Connie, too, which is such a weird thing. I know. I know. And it, it's Eugene and Connie, basically. <laughs> yeah. So so weird. It's Eugene doing, like, his weird voice. I don't know what... He's done the same voice in a few episodes. Like, at least a similar voice in a few episodes mm -hmm. that he did with that voice, but... yeah. That that was still funny. I like I like I want my BTV. That was it's a, good a good episode. episode. But it, I just imagine Tasha being like, hmm, "Okay," and Jason's like, "Yes." He's huh, <laughs> <laughs> like, "Jackpot, let's go." <laughs> so anyway, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So then Tasha's just like, "Don't mention it," because he said thanks for saying yes. Yep. And then um, he's like, "Though no, not he." She's like, though, we have a lot of details we need to work on when I get back. Oh, oh, back? Oh, hmm? oh wait, what? Oh. <laughs> and then Jason's like, wait a second, back? Are, are you leaving? And then Tasha's like, yeah, the agency called. They want me to finish up a few things. And Jason's like, no, no, forget it. Let them figure it out. Honestly, this is the point where I'm like, Jason, 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 you're being too weird in this situation because he's being selfish honestly because he want he's like she has had this job like i don't know why he would expect her to just quit it out of the blue even though well, like i don't think like, you can get though. married like that's bad if you just are like i'm not coming into work tomorrow and i will never be coming into work again because well 
especially in that line of work too yeah because they know stuff and if they kind of just are like well actually <laughs> i'm guys. gonna i'm gonna move out to, now and i'm gonna move to russia <laughs> yeah no but... russia wink wink definitely not odyssey <laughs> it's russia odyssey no odyssey yeah. comma russia no <laughs> this is getting confusing all yeah. right yeah um, but it, it's kind of weird that eugene's like no just quit it and she's like but not I can't. eugene jason yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jason's like, quit it. No. Yeah, she's just like, stop. <laughs> You're not going. Let them figure it out. And Tasha's. You're starting a new life this, here. <laughs> this whole time, like, no, I can't. I mean, like, they need me to finish up my project. He's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so. And then Tasha's like, I can't do that. <laughs> and then he's just like, Tasha, I don't think you should go back. You should. You shouldn't go back. No, <laughs> he's like, Tasha. So, so he's talking as kind of the husband here. He's like, Tasha, I don't think you should go back to them. And honestly, I was getting a whole bunch of Pastor Barkley vibes right here when he said that. Yeah, yeah. You know, especially when he's talking. To, I listened to Preacher's Kid today for some reason. and uh, Oh, yeah, that whole, one. Yeah, where Donna burns down the house. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I that's, the, oh, that's the one. I was thinking of the one where uh, Jimmy was gonna try and become a pastor oh no that's not that but uh that's on twist and turns too isn't it yes it is that was a great album but um on that on that one pastor broke was like donna i don't think you should be sitting in the front and this one jason's like tasha i don't think you should be doing that i'm like whoa he sounds a lot similar to whoa, George whoa, Barkley. similarities uh-huh they abound in odyssey i mean that was like <laughs> four albums ago so or wait yeah four albums i wondered ago. Did uh Three. did Paul McCusker write that episode? I don't know, but I don't want to look because my wife. Has no, no, we don't. We don't have time to look that up. But maybe who knows? If he did, then that would make sense on why um, Jason has such a similar character. Maybe. There. Well, at least that one line because he's like, I don't think you should go back to them. Like he has that very author authority tone where he's like, as your parents, I've been giving it a lot of thoughts, and I don't think you should do this. But Jason's being like, yeah. that's a tasha and it's i don't know it's it just kind of maybe rubbed me a bit weirdly for some reason because it may it, yeah, it, it's it, it works with george barkley because he's the definitely the parents but it's uh, it doesn't really work in a yeah like, equal relationship with no, the husband and wife there. it doesn't uh, it especially makes, since she's not even his wife yet yeah yeah exactly and it makes me semi uncomfortable but uh i still like the episode just not that line it's <laughs> so yeah anyway uh then i i think that's the end of that scene yes it is it is then we go to the restaurants i think this is the same restaurant from uh a little credit please and then last episode and now this episode and it is not yeah. named so ah uh, the non-credited restaurant yeah a little credit please for this restaurant <laughs> but <laughs> anyway katrina's meeting eugene at the restaurant and so uh eugene's just walking up and then katrina's like eugene and Eugene like jumps out of his skin and he's like, ah! <laughs> and so she's like, look, calm down. It's fine here. Sit down. So he says, and uh, Eugene's like, Katrina, I've, I, I, I've been discussing. Okay. So before I get into this scene, I just want to say, I paraphrased my notes a whole lot because I was tight on time. And I'm just like, I just going to write down the, the point. So if I don't get everything right, sorry, boycott us. Oh, if you want. Dude. Yeah. I mean, you can, Take it with a grain of salt. Listen to the actual episode. Boycott us if you want, but uh, the notes aren't accurate. So it's the, the on what what happened. So disclaimer. Anyway, getting back to the episode, uh, Eugene kind of tells her that he had talked to Jack Allen about their situation, and Katrina talked to Brandon over the phone about it, and they both came to the conclusion that they need to be honest and open with each other in their conversations. So that's a good starting place, I guess. Anyway, Katrina asks how Eugene feels. Again, this is paraphrased in my notes. And Katrina's like, I want clarification. And so Eugene's like, oh, okay. She's like, tell me what you really want. Eugene's like, what I really want. And then Eugene starts on like this really wordy rant. And Katrina's like, please, no double talk. And so Eugene's like, well, I'm struggling with the way things have turned out thus far. I have questions that only time will answer. Katrina's like, what questions? He's like, well, such as, 
It, why couldn't you have waited for me for a little while? Did you have to run off? Did you have to run home and fall into the arms of Brandon? Since he's clearly more mature and wiser than I am, and since I won't ever have a fighting chance because he has all the emptor, and since he has all the qualities that I am not, how could you do this to me? It gets it gets more intense every single thing that he says. He gets slightly more angry. Again, I yeah, it does. It's funny. Or Again, I, I don't know if it's angry or frustrated, but he he gets kind of both. And sorry, I paraphrased that. That's not the actual quote, but it's close enough. Anyway, Eugene's like. Eugene yells, how could you do this to me? The restaurant is silence. I imagine Eugene's just standing up with his finger pointing. He, he stood up in his chair, his fingers pointing at Katrina. and then His oh. face is all red. And, he's... <laughs> and then everyone else is just like looking at him. And then Eugene is like, the salads are wonderful here. You should try them. Yummy. Yummy. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the only time Eugene's ever said yummy. Yeah. It's so good. I love it. It's it's such a great line. Oh, it's oh, it's such a good line. Anyway, Katrina's like Eugene. I appreciate your honesty, and uh, now I'm. It's my turn. So Katrina's like, I I wish you wouldn't feel so threatened by Brandon. I mean, he's more of a counselor than a date, which uh, I I mean, yeah, I guess so. But yeah, uh, maybe the thing is, <laughs> he, he's a counselor. Yeah, he's a counselor, but she's gotten quite close to him. I mean, they study their Bibles together every morning, and just like the two of them, and that's pretty intimate, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's pretty close. Yeah, so, okay. Uh, but anyway, she's like, Brandon's more of a counselor than a date, and Kitchen's like, I'm just so confused about us. Like, I don't know anything anymore. And, like, every my whole world's been... My whole world is caving in. Yeah. She, she's like confused and Eugene's like where does that leave us and Katrina's like ah, Eugene I believe the best thing for both of us is to go home and pray for God to show them the rest and and Eugene's like yes it is the most reasonable thing to do so I have a few thoughts on this uh, on on this because uh, Katrina's kind of in two relationships right now and she doesn't know how to proceed with either one of them i think i'm i'm correct in saying this right yeah because so she in uh the turning point she leaves eugene because god has to work on him she has no idea that he's what what is going to happen with him but very quickly eugene becomes a christian then eugene then he's writing to her and he tells her this but by that time katrina is already dating another young man named brandon so honestly, it's 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 quite a dilemma for Katrina because now she has kind of two relationships with two men she obviously likes, but she she doesn't know. But I think the problem I have with it is is with this is that uh, it's her his, she's kind of misportraying Brandon in quite a few ways because mm-hmm. a, she a lot she tells Eugene that Brandon isn't a date and don't feel threatened by him but at the same time i don't know what to do so i'm just going to go back to the university and hope everything and hope that god will make it clear but at the same time that means she's gonna see brandon more and thus become more close to him and yeah i don't i mean i'm sure she'll talk with him about it but it's uh i i don't know what are your thoughts on this i agree it's like it's such a weird predicament to have, but I feel like that that is kind of Eugene's concern there too. Mm-hmm. Is that like not mentioned in this scene, but like his whole concern with Brandon is how much like how much time she spends with him, basically, and then yeah. going back to the college to just basically kind of camp out there while she prays and figures everything out but the thing is um, she's gonna like be... who's she gonna do that with is yeah thing, right? exactly she's gonna i i think maybe she'd be like I'm, I'm gonna take a break from both of you guys and just talk with god alone but she's gonna be like eugene i i'm not sure what to do with us so i'm gonna talk with brandon about it who's my other boyfriend <laughs> it's like okay. yeah. uh, i don't i don't know but anyway so anyway that's it's it's i mean it's it's kind of a weird situation I do th- – so as kind of a last question about this, what do you think about Katrina's decision to kind of go back and uh, 
because obviously she doesn't know what to do. She's in two relationships. And so she went, she's going to go back and just finish up her term at the university and see, I mean, and see what God talks to her there. And I, I think that's good. It just gets a bit weird with Brandon. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a weird situation because she's kind of leading them both on. Yeah. And yeah. She's not doing it intentionally because she honestly doesn't know whether she, who she actually kind of wants to date. Yeah. Like at this point, she's leaning more towards dating Eugene and having Brandon as like a friend and counselor. Yeah. At least I think, but I it's think it's hard to but say. It's... Yeah, it is, and uh, it's it's very hard to say. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. Um. Anyway, that w- we've talked about that. I think enough. Uh, you want to take the next scene, Devin? All right. So we're back at the kids' radio studio. Um, Jack the is listening. Studio. Yeah. <laughs> Jack's listening to the conversation that happened between Connie and Eugene. Um, that was secretly being recorded the entire time. I guess uh-huh. not really secretly, but they didn't really it was really, really realize it. As to um, quote Jillian, it was a joke. No, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Secretive. Um, <laughs> Secretive. Yeah, so then Connie just comes into the studio, and then she's like, uh, Jack's like, Connie, I've been thinking about you a lot today. And Connie's like, you have? And Jack's like, I've noticed that you seem to be bouncing all over the place emotionally. It's as if you've been in the middle of a bizarre soap opera and enjoying it. Now, I'm and then sure Connie's you... like, wait, no, no, no. Co- Connie's like, no, wait a minute. And then Jack's like, no, now I'm sure you haven't been doing it intentionally, but uh, can I offer you a theory? Yeah. So... And then Connie's like, Connie's like uh, wait, what? <laughs> oh, okay. okay. <laughs> and then Jack's like, well, when people start creating, ah, my bad. So when people start creating emotional soap operas for themselves, it's because they're missing something in their lives. And Connie's like, uh, what, what am I missing? And Jack's like, well, it seems like a lot uh, a lot has been happening to everyone around here except for you. So what can you do? You can manufacture a crush, anything so that you don't feel boredom. And Connie's like, I, I haven't thought about it that way, but like, I guess so. I mean, nothing ever happens to me. I just... Come in and watch everyone else. That will Which change with Robert Mitchell. Pretty sad. <laughs> yeah, until Mitch comes and then he dumps her at the altar. No, he doesn't. <laughs> no, but, that's yeah. what Jared said. <laughs> <laughs> that was, yeah, eggshells. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, what do you think about um his advice? I I honestly think it's pretty sound advice because how else can you explain Connie's weirdness in this episode? Yeah, yeah, I, I I agree with what he said. Um, uh huh. He definitely definitely had writer's perspective there, but uh huh. <laughs> it's not but, like he was being written by Paul McCusker. <laughs> definitely not. But still, like, um, it, it's it's sound advice. Like, mm-hmm. it's he definitely saw right into what Connie was trying to do, and yeah. Uh, and his his advice after that is basically the best part. Um, yeah so let's get into that then yeah so then connie's like oh, i didn't see it that way and then he's and then, um she's, and she's like, like i guess i'm pretty dumb huh yeah and then jack's like not at all life goes in rhythms and cycles and we wow and where we were and where we think nothing's ever happening but things are happening all the time we just have to stay in tune to know what they are how to how they fit together so that even in times of quiet and boredom, God can still show us stuff. It's an adventure, which epic. <laughs> yes, it is good advice. I love it because, uh, yeah, on I mean, honestly, we go through different chapters in our lives. Some chapters are exciting, and like there was an episode recently called "The Christmas Bells" that came out, and it was like that where you saw Henry Wadsworth Longfellow. His life was full of different chapters. Some were really good. Some were happy. Some were horrible. And some, you know, and mm-hmm. it's it's just, it's what happens. But we need to, the key is to looking for looking for God in in everything, not just the good, but the good and the bad, and even the the, the boring parts. 
So. Well, that's how you have the deepest relationship with God is you don't just look to him when you need help. You right. look to him even when you're like happy and stuff because then that's a friend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's basically so, it. Yeah. Um, so then Connie's just like, thanks. Thanks, Jack. Um, <laughs> Some, she, stuff she's to think on. She's not like, thanks, Jack. Bye. Um, she's, she's just like, thanks for the advice. And Jack's like, your journey of... Your journey of faith could take you anywhere. You just have to keep Christ at the center of your life, and the rest will fall into place. Jesus said, "Seek the kingdom first. Uh, seek first the kingdom of God, and His righteousness, and it will be added unto you." Which, and that's where the scene ends, which is cool to have it uh, end on a Bible verse. Appreciate the Bible verse in there. They don't typically um, have characters actually saying Bible verses in the episode. Well, this episode there was a lot, but it was more comedy yeah uh-huh it's also interesting that this episode there's a whole bunch of uh bible it's the sermon on the mount which gets interwoven into this and then all of those from the previous episode those clips of jason reciting the sermon on the mount oh, and yeah, then yeah. it all comes kind of interwoven to here so it's honestly a testament to paul mccusker's great writing of this episode it is and the last one too so anyway uh then we go to the next scene at on the porch at wit's end and uh I imagine Eugene, he's just like sitting in a rocker, wistfully watching the cars go by in the sunset. He's like, oh, woe is me. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, he's sitting on the porch. Jason comes out. And he's like, what are you doing, Eugene? Eugene's like, I'm wistfully watching the sun go down. And Jason's <laughs> like, uh-oh. Any man who wistfully watches the sun goes down is pining after someone. I'll join you. And Eugene's <laughs> like, what? <laughs> engage like what wh- what would you have to be pining after jason's like well apart from the fact that me and tasha argued the entire way back to the airport and i angrily dropped her off at the front curb and i still don't know whether engaged or not nothing is wrong <laughs> yeah <laughs> and eugene's like uh, katrina is also at the airport as we speak and hence i am not there and K- jason's like so your relationship's off he's like yes it is off for now and then Jason's like, well, you'll always have Connie. <laughs> <laughs> it's so awkward. I know. <laughs> and then Eugene's reaction. He says, Jason. No, wait. What does Eugene say? He's I, like, you I, jest. I think that's what he said, at least. Uh, he says, no, he says, Jason. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, just, it's so awkward for Jason I to know. be like, well, <laughs> You always have Connie. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> what a line. Anyway, Jack comes out and he's like, oh, I'll join you two. Eugene's like, if you don't mind wallowing in depression. And they're both Eugene and Jason are just like super depressed. They're like, our relationships are done. Over. Kaput. Venito. Terminated. And Jack's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What makes you two so sure it's, it's, it, it's ended? I mean, only God knows for sure. This might only be the conclusion of a chapter. Or the turning of a page. I mean, unless if you're willing to give it up and make it the end. And this is kind of the turning point for Jason and Eugene. They're like, wait a minute. You're right. And so Jason's like, you're right. It's 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 crazy for us to sit here and mope. You can't just let them leave town without letting them know where we stand. And I'm not going to sit around. I want to know the answer. And so Eugene's like, and I went to as well. And so they rush off to the airport. So. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> Then, then yeah. basically, we just cut right to the airport. Um, mm-hmm. And the pre-2001 airport. Pardon? The pre-2001 airport. Remember airports, guys? <laughs> well, no, no, no. That's what they used to be before 9-11. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was just saying remember uh, being able to go to airports. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, the pre-2020 uh, airport. <laughs> yeah. Um. So there are two concourses, and neither of them know where either of them are. And Eugene takes one, and Jason takes the other. And um, basically, so on the intercom, a voice is warning them that this is the final boarding call for Chicago. And then Katrina meets with Jason, because of course they have to meet with the opposite people, Uh because comedy. Um, It's comedy. (laughs) Yeah, 
And then Jason's just like, you have to come with me. And then Katrina's like, but I can't. That's the last call for my flight. What's wrong? And then Jason's like, Eugene is scouring the airport for you. And then Jason basically just subs in for Eugene. And he's like, Eugene is confused, but he wants the best for both of you. And since he's a Christian, he wants God's will for both of you. And you can't just toss God's will around like a football. This may be the end of a page. And then, never mind. <laughs> yeah, he starts going on with the analogy, and then he realizes that she has uh, what no. he's talking about. Um, uh-huh. And then Jason yes. asks her if she loves Eugene. Um, like, like if, if she, she really, really loves, loves him. him. And then she's like, yes, I do. And then Jason's like, well, why do you want to throw that away? If you love him, you should be together. And then, which sounds something like what Katrina's father said. Um, uh, but, it does, doesn't it? And then Katrina has to go, but she says that she loves Eugene, that she'll call him, and she'll come back to him once she's done her term at U- university. And uh-huh. then we, then we basically flash over to where Eugene is, basically looking for Katrina. And then he finds Tasha, or Tasha, uh, and then he wants Tasha to come, and Tasha's like, I can't, what's going on? And basically, same same dialogue there. And then Eugene's like, um, Jason thinks that you, you're all uh, untimely separation may have caused the, them to change her mind. And then Tasha says, you can tell Jason that I love him and I still intend to marry him. And then Eugene's mm-hmm. like, wonderful, have a nice flight. He's like trying to run away so he can go find Katrina. Um, yeah. And then Tasha's just like, Oh, and you can also tell him that I will finish things up as work uh, at work as soon as I can. And you can also tell him that I'm miffed that he never gave me an, arrange, a, an engagement ring. And then Eugene's and like... in a perfect comedy fashion, Eugene has one. Yeah, Eugene's like, oh, I actually have a ring. And then Tasha's like, oh, I can't take your ring. And then Eugene's like, no, no, I insist. Take it. It will suffice until, I find, until a better one's presented. And then Tasha gives Eugene a kiss to give to Jason. She's like, give this to Jason too. And then he's like, uh, maybe you should give them that one to Jason yourself. Um, <laughs> and then he, and then Tasha gets on her flight and flies away. Yeah. Whoosh. Pretty good so scene, then, I'd say. Uh-huh. Of course, it's comedy that they have to meet the, other, the opposite. But <laughs> anyway, um, so both Jason and Eugene are happy. And Jason is like, well, both of our loves are in the air. And I'm like, hey, that's the episode name. <laughs> <laughs> he did the joke. <laughs> yeah, yes, he did. So Eugene is like, I still can't believe that Katrina actually loves me. And Jason's like, yeah. And Jason thanks Eugene for giving Tasha the ring. And then Jason's like, ah, well, we torture ourselves with twists and turns. And for what? They're coming back to us after all. And he, then uh, Jason's like, Eugene, you still have some of Tasha's lipstick on your cheek. And Jason's like, you might want to wipe that off before Connie sees it. And Eugene's like, wait, what? Connie? <laughs> Connie? What do you mean? <laughs> and then Jason's like, well, you wouldn't want to make her jealous, would you? And Eugene's like laughing. He's like, well, I suspect that Connie will just have to cope. And that's where the episode ends. It's such a good line to go off It's on. a great ending. I'll, I, the, this episode's just written so well. It is. Oh, it is so good. All the so, episodes just get pro- progressively better in writing and, like, everything, I know. basically. They do, and I'm so here for it. So, the episode ends, and we get a Chris wrap-up about paying close attention to everything that happens to us. Because in every event in our lives, we can see the love of God at work. Like the Sermon on the Mount, if God cares about feeding the birds in the air or watering the grass in the fields, imagine how he feels about you as his child. So... Yes. Yeah. Yes. Pretty pretty good moral, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It is. So we got some discussion questions. Yeah. And we should also note that question one is from the last episode, which was for some reason on the page of the last episode. Yeah. But we're going to talk about it now. I don't know why that was there. But. Yeah. So we're going to talk about it now. Uh, Devin, why don't you read off the discussion questions? All right. So question one is Jack said that he felt that Connie was missing something in her life, and why did he say that? Uh, because she doesn't she doesn't have any romantic relationships in her life. She's just watching everyone else with all these romantic stuff. But yeah, he basically has... said that she's bored. She has it's because she hasn't met. 
Well, wait, she met Jeff, but she didn't meet Mitch yet. Or Roberts. Yeah, she why met does no one, Jeff. Why does no one ever call him Jeff. Roberts? Yeah, Jeff. So we don't know, in conclusion, we don't we don't know why Mitch is called Mitch, not Roberts, but whatever. Uh, he has not entered Connie's life yet. No, so he hasn't. Sad. Like, she's met <laughs> anyway. both, uh, she's met Jeff already, um, but, like, that relationship was only one episode, really. It didn't really last any long. She hasn't had any yeah. long-term relationships until Mitch, so. Yeah. Yeah. All right, next question. All right. So, do you think Jason and Tasha should get married? <laughs> this is kind of a question for, uh. Oh. This is kind of a question for, uh. what is the episode called? It's, a. Uh, a question about Tasha. Yeah, a question about Tasha. That it's kind of a it's question. A question for that. It, it's a question for a question about Tasha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. I'm not gonna answer that because we're not doing that arc. Do I think they should get married? Probably not. They seem to be rushing into it. But uh, just my two cents. I'm not gonna really dive deep into that. Yeah. Question. I would. What I wouldn't get you? any farther than that with. Yeah. This at least. Yeah. Um. So. Then sub question oh. off of that is what about Katrina and Eugene? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Let's should. get them married. <laughs> Finally, just do they it. They need to get married. Just do it. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I feel like they then, probably shouldn't get married at this point because they both have some maturing to do still. Yeah, but I feel like but they I could mean, have still. I feel like it would have been okay if they could if they did, but I think they need to be in close proximity to another, have counseling daily, and. Uh, I don't know, you know, just uh, stuff like that. Yeah. So, I I, I think uh, don't they eventually get betrothed? I think so. Yeah. In for whom the wedding bell stole? I think that would be a, a good a uh, good idea if they were doing that, and then they could get counseling. Yeah. Or even if they weren't doing that, I think it would have been good if they just uh, more if they're in the same city which is katrina's conclusion anyway that she that they're gonna that she'll come back to odyssey once she's done this term so mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. the one thing is and the awkward just... predicament of brandon in there too that hasn't been resolved yet yeah is oh brandon <laughs> yes he's such a nice guy <laughs> <laughs> i love that part it's so good okay but that's next episode um and then underneath the sub question it says explain your answers but Nah. We, we that we I, always do so. Okay, last question. All right, last oh. question is: Have have you have you ever felt left out like Connie did? And well, sub question I mean, off of that. Oh, I get. I get, should we answer that or should I say the sub question? Now answer the answer answer the just the, the the first question. Have you ever felt left out like Connie? Sure. I mean, yeah. I think pretty much everyone I've feels left out of something at some point. Exactly. Okay, sub question. <laughs> <laughs> Easy answer. All right. Um, yes. So, some question is: How did she resolve her feelings of being left out? She did. She manufactured a crush on Jason and was angry at him when he announced he was engaged because she was bored. Exactly. She didn't handle <laughs> that very well, which Jack talked to her about. Yeah. But then she was. I think she was good after Jack talked to her about that. Yeah. So. And then yeah. last sub question off of that question is: What? do you do when you feel left out i do not manufacture crushes yeah <laughs> uh no I, I i mean i usually talk to my parents about it uh i'll uh, pray about it talk to my parents about it and then i'll decide to take a course of action based on that yeah i i can i can relate to the whole manufacturing crushes thing especially back when i was younger because oh. <laughs> um, I was at I was at a summer camp, and basically all my friends had a crush on the same person, and then oh boy, basically just to fit in, I had a crush on the same person too. <laughs> um, so I I can relate to that. Um, uh, I'd say now I kind of just kind of just pray about it, like afterwards. Yep. I there's not much you can do in the moment because you don't really feel left out until after, like everything passes um mm -hmm. well you, you can feel it but you don't really there's not much you can do about it in the moment but like i'd say afterwards i'd kind of just pray about it and be like i that kind of that kind of sucked like i didn't i didn't enjoy that yeah. feeling of being left out like um 
I, I guess it, the same thing happened in Green Moon Conspiracy with Connie um, when she was with Eugene. Not Eugene. When she and, was with uh, Wooten and Penny. Penny and Wooten. And with Matthew in that uh, story arc, too. Yeah. Like... When he felt left out by Buck and uh, Emily. You basically just that... need to get you some alone time and just mm-hmm. think about stuff. Because she went and sat on a park bench, and then she was fine after that, basically. Because she just had a conversation with Matthew, so... Yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, unrelated, kind of. Uh, no, no, it's it's related. It's unrelatable. No, ah, what am I doing? <laughs> Good episode. I'm making puns. <laughs> it is. But that's a different episode. So, um... Yeah. Uh, I think that's it here. <laughs> Are we so. done? I think so, honestly. Okay. There's not much else okay. to say. Okay. So. No, there is not much else to say. So, okay. Well, we'll be back next time for the right choice, part one. So, bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>